Second line. Sabe de Nuzunya. Rashi says there's a place, a place somewhere in Bavel. So there was these Tamidah Chamdu who lived there. But they didn't come to Avchista's Shir, which was apparently in Sura. So Amalai Lev Hamnuna, Sura Avchista, heard that they didn't come to Shir. So he said to his Talmud of Hamnuna, Zil Tsaninu. It's a Lashon of Tsnius. Rashi says, a Lashon of putting them in Chaim. Rashi says, it means they should be Lisager Veleshev Abayas. It was kind of a humble way of putting Tamid al When you put a Tamil Chacham al it's a serious thing. So you don't just put up a Pashkavil. You know, tell them quietly, stay at home. Okay. So Azulamlu, so Ramnuna was, uh, I guess, before he put them in Chayim, he said, let's have a conversation about it. And he went, he said, My Tamil Asur Mala Pirka, why didn't you come to the ship? What should we bother coming for? We ask all kinds of questions. Where is he? He's not even here today. They ask all kinds of questions and they don't answer me. So why should we bother coming to Shir? He said, what are you talking about? Apparently, Ramnuna was like, uh, like the Maturgamon or something. So he said, you could have asked me the question, I would have passed on the question, or I would have answered the question. What, what, what question did you have? So this is what it's no gay arsu, yeah? So by me, they said, this is the shy that we had, and we couldn't get an answer. Okay, so we talked about all the different types of mumin that would cause an evid to go free. And we said, basically, it has to be a mum shebegalui. It has to be something that's exposed. So what if the rabbi is sarsei bebeitzim? So he ruins, doesn't cut them off, but he ruins them, either dislocates them or crushes the beitzim. Now, the beitzim of a person, of a man, is somewhat exposed, somewhat begalui, and somewhat not. You could see them, they're in the sock, but on the other hand, they're in that sock. They're, they are covered over in that, uh, in, in the, in that part, of, uh, covered over by the flesh of the, of the gulf, and therefore you cannot really see them, but you could sort of see them. So is that called mum shebegalui or not? This was the shaila they had. Kibum shebegalui dami oloi. So they have the other. So Ramnuna Taka didn't know the answer. So Amrulai Mash, so he, he, they got him, right? So Amrulai Mashim Chal, what's your name? So Amrulai Hamnuna, he said, that, he said, my name is Hamnuna. So Rashi says, Karnuna means you're Yeshif Kronis. Like you're just sitting on the street, you don't know anything. Taisa says, no. Hamnuna was a, like a nutrient of ham is hot and nuna means fish. So he said, you think you're hot fish? You're Karnuna, you're cold fish. Right? You don't know anything. That's an insult. Okay. So now Rav Nuna's stuck. He's got to get them the answer. So you go back to, to the Rebbe of Chisla, he says, and the Shiloh. He said, it's a good shayla, but it's really, we can learn it from a Mishnah and a Brisa about the Mishnah. This is not, we have a Mishnah, Mesechtes, Negoim, Betochus, Tzoras. Esen Rabba, Rashi, Evram, Shabbatom, there are 24 parts of a human's body, a man's body. Kulum, Emetama, Mishum, Michia. There's a certain type of Tzoras called Michia. And Rashi says that the Pasik says by Michia, it says, Michia, Basar, Chai, Beseis. Type of in Parshas Betzera, and it says over there, lechol mare ene hakoyin. And we learn out for the pasuk of a chol mare ene hakoyin that you have to have this michia type of tzaras on a part of the body that the koyin could see the entire thing at the same time. So if it's on a person's, uh, let's say, if it's on his chest or it's on his back, so the koyin can just look at it and see the entire michia. If it's on a part of the body, let's say, as an example, the Gemara is going to say a finger, so you can't see, if you look from the top of the finger, you can't really see the part of the bottom. If you look at the bottom, you can't see the top. So you can't really get a good view of the whole thing. It would not be tamei So it says the Mishnah, 
24 parts of the person's body. They do not, cannot have this type of tzaras called michya. What are the 24? So keep track of the numbers. So Rashi, it's supposed to be Okay, so the first 20 are easy, right? So the, t- the 10 fingers and 10 toes all have that same characteristic. But Rashi has naim, also the parts of the pointy parts of the ear, the same idea. You can't really see the whole thing. So that's another two, that would be 22. The edge of the nose would also have the same problem. Uh, I guess it depends how pointy your nose is, but either way, it's hard to see the whole thing from all the sides. So that would be 23. The top of the aver of a, of a zachar, of a man. So that would be 20. Uh, that would be 24. And then the Mishnah adds on, also the dodim of Isha, the breasts of a woman, would also have that same characteristic by Tanakama says, by a man not, because by a man they're not so bolet, so it's more flat, so that would be fine. So by an Isha, you don't have Gvia, but you have the Rashi dodim, so by an Isha you'd actually have 25. Also the dodim should be Ish, uh, I guess they're bolet enough on certain parts, so they were that would also. So according to Yehuda, you'd actually have twenty. You'd have the twenty-four plus two more, so you'd have twenty-six. So twenty-five by Anisha, twenty-six according to Yehuda by Anish. Okay, so far there's nothing to do with what we're talking about. But Tani Allah, we learned about that list. Not only are these 24, 25, 26, depending on which list, Shita. Not only are they for Dinait Saras, but they're also considered Revarim that are Bolet Bachutz to make an Amum Shabagoloi by an Evan. Okay, so what? Still has nothing to do with our Sugya. Rabbi Yoimer Afasirus. Rebbe says, when it comes to a list of Rosh Hashanah that the Ebed goes free, not only is it this list of the 24, 25 that we just listed, but also Sirus. Now, what does Sirus mean? Hold on, the Gemara will explain. Benazi Yemer Afaloshim, Rishabai says, once you want to make a list of Yetzirah and the Cheres of an Ebed, then we also should include in there also the tongue. Okay, what is the issue of the tongue? Hold on, the Gemara will explain. So, Amar before we get to the riot, to our point, now Rav Chist explains this Mishnah together with the Brice. So Rabbi Yemer Afa Sirius. Rabbi says not only are those 24 Rosh Hashanah, but also Sirius. Now Sirius Tamai, what does Sirius mean? Sirius is clearly the Lushan of affecting the person, of, a, of a, affecting the ability of a man to reproduce. That's what Sirius means. Okay? But you can do that in multiple ways. You can do that by affecting the Aver itself, the Gavia we talked about, or you can do it by affecting the Beitzim. You need both parts of them to be able to reproduce appropriately. So Sirius Tamai, you name a Sirius, the Gid, they were talking about the Aver itself, Hainu Gavia. That was already listed in the Mishnah, the Russian Gavia of Azachar. So that can't be what Rabbi's adding on. El Alav, Sirius debates him. So you see that Rebbe's adding on Sirius debates him is considered a mum than ever yates of the Cheris. And the Tanakhama seems to argue. So this question that the Sabbath is only had is actually seems to be a machlaikis between the Tanakhama and Rebbe. And Rebbe's adding it on, and the other Tanakhama says no. Okay, but it's even more than that, says the Gemara. Because Rebbe Yemar Afa Sirius, and then Benazi came along and added the tongue. So the Rebbe Lashon Loi. Rebbe says a tongue would, if a, if a rabbi cuts off the tongue of an evid, not? Like, well, how can anybody argue on that? Vraminu, Arisha, Yamaze, the is by Hazor, when you're spritzing the part of Duma one on a person, also it has to be spritzed, as we'll see in a second, on an exposed part of the person's body. You can't put it, uh, you know, it's somewhere in, inside an orifice. You can't put it down the person's throat. It has to be on the external part of the body. Okay, but there are certain parts of the body that are not clear. Are they considered external or internal, for instance? Misha, Yamaze, Venitza, Hazor, Alpiv. And it got on your mouth. That doesn't say what part of the mouth yet. 
But it says, Rebbe Yomer Hiza, it counts. Chamer Meloiza. Chamer seems to say it doesn't count. Probably you take out that Chamer Meloiza from the Gemara. You'll see why in a second. So my love, what does it mean, Alpiv? Alashane. It means on the tongue. Okay, so if it means on the tongue, that means we're considering the tongue to be an external part of the body. If we're considering the tongue to be an external part of the body, then Benazi should be right that it should also be an external part of the body to be Yetzir V'Shein V'ayin. The tongue, the tongue is sometimes in the, inside the body and sometimes out. You can see it, you can't. So we see from this halach from Rebbe, that it's considered external. No, maybe the tongue taka would be not. The Rebbe holds the tongue is internal. When it said the mouth, he meant the lips. So why would lips, why would you even have a havamina that lips would be internal? And that's why it seems to be that you take out the chacham and moimim, because if the chacham argue on that, then obviously it's not pshita. So probably you take that out. So you purse your lips. Sometimes you close your lips tight and keep most of the part of the lip, depending on the, the, the size of a person's lips. But a lips could be considered possibly internal. That no lips are external. Okay, so according to this pshat, Tongue would taka be considered internal. So the Vatanya al We have another Bryce Beferish says that hazah on the tongue does count. And therefore, a tongue is definitely considered external. The Oitani, we have another Bryce that got be mumin of a bachar. We know if a bachar, if an animal has a bachar, so that animal is supposed to be brought as a carbon. If it gets a mum, then it goes to the kite. Okay. It says, what is a mum? Vishanita roiv haloshen. If roiv of the tongue is missing, that's a mum. So you see, that is considered. A moment is considered a davash of a goli. Rabbi arrived from a davash of Rabbi says not the whole, not just part of the tongue, but the uh, part of the tongue that's like from the cut forward, what's part of the part that we use to talk. There are, obviously, we're talking about an animal, Rashi points out. So animals don't really talk, they use the tongue for eating, but that's the part how we're describing, describing it. So we clearly see that Rabbi says the tongue is external. So if Rebbe says the tongue is external, when we talked about the list of parts of the body that would be considered Shabagoli, and Rebbe added on Afsirus, and then Benazai added Lashon, doesn't sound like Rebbe's arguing on Lashon. Rebbe agrees to Lashon as well. Ela Rebbe, I'm a Sirius, me boy Lashon, and Echanami. Rebbe's Chiddush was Sirius, Sirius, where you can't see the Beitzim at all, that's a bigger Chiddush. Lashon, where you see it sometimes, to Rebbe that was a Dover Pashit, that that is considered Dover Shabachutz, and it would be. So now we have the Tanakhama's list of 24 or 25, then we have Rebbe adding on Lashon and Sirius, then comes Benazai and says, Afa Lashon. Now that's a little bit weird, says the Gemara. Benazai, Emre Lashon, of Osiris Loi. So the my Af. So what is, but Rebbe really was saying, adding on to the, our list of 24, also Sirius of the Beitzim, and also Lashon. Comes along Benazai after him and says, Af! Beitzim. I mean, Af Beitzim. Rebbe also agreed to Beitzim. What really, Af, Af Lashon, I'm sorry. What Benazai is really saying is, not Sirius. Okay, so first of all, now we come out with that this machlaikis between Rebbe and Benazi is about Sirius itself. They both agree that Lashon, the tongue, is considered external. The only question is Beitzim, yes or no. So now the Shabi Nazaisir's question is machlaikis Rebbe and Benazi as well. So the Ma'akamaisa, and Echanami. When he said Af, he meant Af going back on the original list of 24. I add on Lashon, only Lashon, but I'm adding on. So really, the, the Bryce is out of order. The Bryce should have said, 24 items, comes along Benazi and adds on tongue, and then comes along Rebbe on top of tongue and adds on also Beitzim. That's the way it should have been listed. 
When they heard it, Rebbe's halacha, they heard Rebbe's halacha without Benazai's comment on it, and therefore they added that onto the Mishnah. And then they added later on when Benazai said his point, or they heard Benazai's halacha, and then they added that onto the Bryce and the Mishnah. We have this many times in Shas, that sometimes when they memorize Mishnahis and Bryce's, you don't want to have to change the order of the Bryce's because it's going to affect your ability to memorize them. Right? If you do any of these memorization programs, if you take one thing out of there, boom, the whole, the whole pillar falls apart. And therefore they had Rebbe, and therefore Benazai got added on it. But you're right, in a perfect world, it would have been the Tanakama, then Benazai, then Rebbe. So we're coming out in the Maisa now, that in terms of Sirus, it is a Mach, Sirus Beitzim, is a Machlaikis between at least Rebbe and Benazai. Like arms and legs. If you look at your arm, you see the top, but you can't see the bottom. So I, I guess it depends where the michi is. You're right. I mean, I guess it depends if the michi is like all the way around or not. It's not clear, but it seems to be something small. I don't know. Amar Ula. There's another place where it makes a difference if something is exposed or not. Right? When it comes to tumah, we have a lot called tumah's base storm. If something becomes tummy and touches you internally, that's not considered tummy. It's only if something touches externally. We have many halachas like this. So what if something tummy, a sheretz, touches the tongue? So is the tongue considered internal or external to Hilchus Tumah? So how come when you Lashon, the Tumah de Goliath, Legabe Lashon, it is, Legabe Tumah, I'm sorry, it's considered external. It's Osher, it's my timer, because the Pasuk says by Tumah, it says, V'chol Asher Yiga Boi Hazov, V'hainami Bar Negiyahu, the tongue is used for touching. So it's not like they're down your throat or inside your body or something like that. That it's not considered, the tongue is considered external for Dine Tumah, that's for no problem. L'inin Tvila Ketamandami, on the other hand, says the Gemara, when it comes to going to the mikvah, you don't have to open your mouth to let the water into the I'll cover over your tongue. Right? What? Baruch Hashem. Exactly. In some mikvahs, you definitely don't want to do that. Okay? So this is an interesting point. That in terms of tumah, if it touches the tongue, it is tummy the body. But in terms of mikvah, you don't have to actually go into the mikvah to open your mouth. My timer, because varachatz b'sorei b'mayim amrachmona, ma b'sorei me'avroi, the busser is external, I've called me'avroi. Therefore, you only have to be toivol external things. Oh, so we have, the Lashon has a dual halach. Lo'inech but the machlekes is, like, how does that translate into Dine Hazov, the Paraduma? Is it like mikvah that does not have to go onto the tongue, and it cannot go onto the tongue? Or is it like tumah that, yes, what's the machlekes? Rabbi Madame and the tumah, therefore it could become tummy, and therefore you could be zerik Paraduma water on the tongue. Rabbi Madame and the that you don't need to, and you're not allowed to. What's the machlek? Is The question is a pasuk that it says by paraduma. The pasuk says as follows. I'll read the whole pasuk. Does vehiza hatar alatame? And I'll read the whole pasuk. By yomashlishi v'yomashvi v'chitoi. And the chitoi is the lashon of spritzing the paraduma water. By yomashvi v'chibes begadav. And then he has to be toivel his begadim. V'rochatz b'mayim v'tovar. And then he goes to Harav Shemesh and he, he goes to the mikveh and he has Harav Shemesh. So the beginning of the pasuk is talking about when he became tame. V'hiza hatar alatame. It's talking about the person who became Tomei. The middle of the Pasuk is talking about Chitoy, when you spritz the Paraduma water. And the end of the Pasuk is talking about going to the Mikvah. Now we just said in terms of coming Tomei, the tongue is considered external. In terms of going to the Mikvah, the tongue is considered internal. So the Chitoy word in the middle over there, do you compare it to the word before, to the Pasuk, the beginning of the Pasuk? Or do you compare it to the end of the Pasuk? Rabbi, some of he's a Tomei, and therefore you compare it to the Tumah part. And if you compare the to the mikvah part. 
How do you know which way to compare it forward or backwards? So Tyre and Tyre have a little myth. They said they're going to the mikvah is an Indian of Tyra. Paraduma obviously is an Indian of Tyra. So just like when you go to the mikvah, you don't have to open your mouth. When you spritz Paraduma water, you don't, not only you don't have to, but you're not allowed to spritz it on the tongue. The Rebbe in a So why does the Rebbe not do that drush? And why is he medamilit to becoming tamei? The chibes begodav hipsekinu. He says the chibes begodav is not a minya, is not a person going to the mikvah issue, and therefore he does not want to be. That is mafsek between mikvah and paradum. Says the Gemara, the Sover Rebbe Linian Tefila Ketamendomi. Does Rebbe really hold that in terms of going to the mikvah, you don't have to open your mouth and let the water in? We have a famous story. Amar Ravin, Amar of Adam or Vitzak. Maisa b'Shifcha shall base Rebbe. There was a Shifcha there. She had to go to the mikvah for Nidon the Chera. She Tavlavols. She went to the mikvah for Olsa, and she came out of the mikvah. Nimsa Etzem Beishinel. Turns out she had a little piece of meat, a little bone stuck between her teeth in her mouth. The Hitzvicha Rebbe Tefila Cheres. Rebbe said she has to go to the mikvah a second time. It's not clear if this Vitzvicha is Darais or Darabana, but Rebbe made her go to the mikvah a second time. Why? You just said, according to Rebbe, you don't have to let the water into your mouth. So if you don't have to let water into your mouth, what's the difference if there's a piece of meat or bone stuck in your teeth? So my need to be as my love, be in on, mark my roy love, be my and be in on. You have to be have, you're not allowed to have a chatzitza in the mouth, you're not allowed to have. It has to be roy that if you opened your mouth, it would talk a work. But you don't have to open your mouth. Because the Rebbe Zer, the Rebbe Zer, Rebbe Zer said a famous Allah and Hilchas Menachos, called a roy labila. Allah is by a carbon mincha, you, you, it's a mixture of flour and oil, right? So how much flour and oil do you allow to It has to be enough that if you wanted to, you could mix up the flour and water and make like a batter out of it. If it was not enough, that even if you tried to mix it up, it wouldn't work. It's not a carbon mincha, not a kosher carbon mincha based on the percentages. But lamaisa, you don't have to mix it up. You could just have the flour, just pour the oil on top, and it's just sitting there. You don't have to mix it. And therefore, he says the statement: "Kolroy labila." It has to be roy to be mixed. Ain bila makevus, but you don't actually have to mix it. bila. Bila is makevus. And therefore, here also by the mikvah, you don't have to let the water into your mouth. But you have to have the ability that there's no chatzitz in the mouth, that theoretically, if you did open your mouth, there would be no issue over there. So the Bible were coming out in terms of Ahalacha, that Beitzim, in terms of serious Beitzim, is a machlaikis between Rebbe and between Benazim. Ketanoi, really, Lacharit's machlaikis tanaim as well. The Pasik says by Mumava Behema, it says, Umach the Katutz. There it's talking about the, the, again, the reproductive organs of the animal. And it says, Umach the Katutz. Umach is so they're crushed. Katutz is even crushed even worse. The Natuk, if they're cut, meaning the separated, the karus. One is, the difference between a tuk and karus is one is separated with a, by a person, and one is separated by a cleat. Knife or scissors. So now, where, what part of the reproductive organ of the animal are we talking about? Tanakama says, kulam bebeitzim, de Rabbi Huda. Tanakama says, we're talking about these things are referring to the beitzim of the animal. So you see the beitzim of the animal are considered a mum if they're ruined. Does that mean that only in the Beitzim, not in the Gid itself? The Buddha says either the Beitzim or the Gid that are Moch or Katuts, etc., that the halach applies to both. So clearly, according to Behuda, the Beitzim of the animal are considered a Dabashab Golu, and it would be considered a Mum, and similarly by an, uh, an Evid, we're assuming it would be the same halach. says, no. A mum in the Beitzim is not considered a mum at all, because it's a Dover Tamun, and therefore it's not a mum Shibagolu. It doesn't count for a Behemoth, and it doesn't count for Yetzir Shemayin. So again, we see this Machlekes. If Yaisis is interesting, he splits it up. Yaisis Moch Vekatutz, the first two which are crushed, which are more nicker, Rashi says, then they would apply Afa Beitzim. Even though the Beitzim are inside, 
if they're just if they're mochvah crushed, you can actually see it more, I guess, externally. Whereas natukvah karutz, if the beitzim are separated or the the chutim that attach them are separated, then begin in the beitzim loy. Those you cannot see so much by the beitzim, and therefore they would not be applicable. Okay, so we have a is clearly whether by beitzim it's shaykh to have a mum at all, yes or no. And the Rebbeisi shita says it depends on the type of mum it is. If it's a mum that so it sounds like according to Rebbeisi we were discussing yesterday whether we're discussing whether the aver is bachutz or the Mum is bachutz. Rabbi Yaisi clearly seems to be saying it depends on the mum, and therefore it depends how visible the mum is. That's the first time we've seen such a sheet. Okay, Ad Kan the of Evid Kenani. Now we move on to other Kinyanim halachas. Says the Mishnah. Uh, we're talking here about making a kinyan on metalton. There are three types of kinyanim you can make. Well, there might, there might be more. There are three basic types of kinyanim you can make when you're dealing with the metalton itself, movable objects itself. First of all, you have a kinyan hagvah. You lift the object off the ground. Or we'll see in the Gemara, maybe if you cause the object to move up off the ground, you can cause it to jump or something like that. That is the best type of hagvah. Everybody agrees the best type of hagbah is Kenyan. The best type of Kenyan, I'm sorry, is Kenyan hagbah when you lift it off the ground. The other two types of Kenyanim you could do are Meshicha, when you pull the object, or Mesira, when the owner gives you over the object. Okay, Yad Liyad, he gives it over to you. There might be Amiras, yes, to say, obviously, you have to have the Das of both the Kaina and the Makri, etc. But in terms of the Mice that we're talking about, so there's Meshicha and there is Mesira. Mesira seems to be better. Because Mesir, the, 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 the Machna is giving it to the Koine. Whereas Mashiach, he's taking it on his own. So according to Rashi, the way Rashi was a Surya, the best is Hagbah. After that would be Mesira, and after that would be Mashiach. Meaning, if I tell you Mashiach works, then for sure Mesira works, and for sure Hagbah works. That's, that's how Rashi learns the Surya. Now it's going to be the Mishnah. Behemagasada, by animals, is a little bit tricky. Right, because by animals they're heavy, and by animals they don't always necessarily listen to you. And it has to be like the, the normal way you would make a kinyan. If you're talking about making a kinyan on a book, fine, that's easy, right? You can pick it up, you can give it to me, I can pull it, that's easy. By an animal, it's not so simple. So therefore, how do you make a kinyan on an animal? So it says the Mishnah, if it's a large animal, which means a cow or something like that, niknis bimisira, so it would be kinda bimisira by behemagasa. By Hagbah, you cannot technically do, it's just too big. And, and Meshicha, it's just not normally the derech, Rashi says. You don't pull a large animal. You hit it or get it to go, but that's not called Meshicha. Meshicha means you pull it. That's not something you normally do, says the Tanakhama, and therefore that does not count. The Hadaka, but if it's a small animal, then Bahagbah. Remember, we said the best type of Kenyan possible is a Kenyan Hagbah. So therefore, says the Tanakhama, that if, since by Hadaka you could pick it up, you have to pick it up. And if you cannot do any of those other kinyonim, all you could do is Akbar. Yes, you theoretically could pick up a sheep, but it's not so easy. The sheep tries to hold on to the ground. It doesn't want to be picked up. And if, if, if you can pick it up, go ahead, pick it up. That's fine. But you don't have to. You could also do Meshicha or Mesira. Okay, well, remember, according to Rashi, once you can do Mashiach, you automatically can do Mesira. So therefore, the Machleik is between the Tanakama and between the Chachamim is by Behema Daka. The Tanakama says Behema Daka only Behagba, and, and, and the Chacham say no, Behema Daka can work by Mashiach and Mesira as well. So the Darsh Rav Bekim Chunia, it's a place. Behema Gasa, Behema Gasa, Niktis Behemashiach. Now, we didn't say that at all. Right, we said by Behemagasa you have to be kind of Bemisira. Everybody agreed it was only Bemisira, not Bemashik, which Rashi said, said because it's not the normal way to be Meshik an animal. Rav comes along and says, No, Meshik. 
was a fit into our Mishnah. He found the Tamidim Rav. Apparently, it was after Rav was Nifter. Is that what he said? Our Mishnah is Beferish, and everybody agrees that a large animal can only be Nikne B'Mesira, not B'Hagba, because it's not practical, and not B'Meshicha either. We remember hearing Rav read our Mishnah, and when Rav read the Mishnah, he said, Mishnah, did Rav change his mind from the Mishnah? Like, how did he read it here? So they answered him, There's another Brisa, which has a different version, or additional version, of the Machlaikis here in our Mishnah. And the Brisa says, two more Shittas. This time, Chalm say, both of him Agasa, and of him Adaka, can be Nikna with Meshicha, which according to Rashi means Meshicha, or Masira, or Hagva. So according to Chum, do whatever you want. But any of these animals, anything is good. So you see clearly, according to Chachamim, that a behemoth gasa could also be nicknames for Mashiach, because they said all of them work always. Shimon actually argues the other way. So we have Katzela Katza here in the Brisa. Chum say everything works by everything. And Shimon says nothing works except Agba. Remember, we said if you can do Agba, you're supposed to do Agba. But we said by animals and our mission, that's so easy. Fine. Shimon says only Hagba. Both by Abhema Gaz, Daka, and Abhema Gaza. Masko of Yaisen, Alamiata, Peel, or Abshimim, Mayikna. How are you going to be kind of an elephant or any other large animal that you can't lift off the ground? Now, you could be kind of a Kenyan Chatzar, obviously. You can just move it into your Chatzar. That would also work. But assuming that the animal is by the, the Makna over here and it's not by the Kainas Chatzar, how are you going to do it? So, Malaya, buy a Bechalipin. So, I have a, you can do Kenyan Chalipin. Remember, anytime the Mishnah is not listing. All those types of things. The Mishnah is talking about things which are applicable here that are about lifting or touching, but Kinyan Chalipin would also work as well. Kinyan Kesef, remember, Kinyan Kesef does not work by Metalfin. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But Kinyan Chalipin does. So that's one solution to be kind of a large animal. If you rent the area under the animal, so that becomes like a Kinyan Chatzar, that would also work. Rebizeir says, I have another way to do it. Maybe Arbakelim, you get four boxes that you own, the Menichem Tachas Raglav, and you put them down on the ground and have the animal put its walk and put its four feet into four different boxes, and then your Kalim are being kind of the animal, right? Someone puts something into your Kli, so that would work. So you're also the animal is in your Kli. Says the moral, that's not so simple. We had this question in another Masechus. If you have, my Kli can be kind of for me if it's outside, or my Kli can be kind of for me if it's in my house. But if my Kli is in your house, then there is a sheet that says, no, no, your Chatzar supersedes my Kli. If you're telling me that I can buy an elephant from you and be kind of by having it walk into a box that's in your house, but it's my box, that's a Mariah that Kelsh kind of works. Maybe that's only if you put the boxes outside. If you put a Rosh Hashanah, you can't make a Kenyan Rosh Hashanah. Right? But if it's in between a Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah, it's called a Simta, then you could. Inami, and here's the interesting Gemara, Bechavile Zmurais. Rashi learns Chavile Zmurais means that you put, you make like a little pile of hay, and you have the peel walk up onto the hay. And having this giant elephant or whatever it is walk up on the hay is called the Kenyan Hagba. You don't have to lift up the animal. You have to cause the animal to go up off the ground. And therefore, having him walk onto something counts. Taisa says, if that's the case, why did it say Chavilei's mirrors? It could have just said, you know, a box, or it could have just said a rock. Like, why Chavilei's mirrors? So Taisa says, what it means is, you pick a food up. Chavilei's mirrors is food that the animal would eat. You pick the food up in the air, and the animal jumps up 
to eat it. And if the animal jumps up to eat it, even though you didn't lift the animal, but you entice the animal to lift, to jump up, that would also be a Kenyan Agba, and that would be the proper Kenyan Agba, according to Shimon. whole debate of Tysis, if uh, not in Tysis, but about the Tysis, is that elephants do not jump. Right? So, and they, they, they fit, technically speaking, the elephants cannot jump. They can, what? No, they, j- Dumbo, yeah, Dumbo could fly. But with Chutzmi Dumbo, uh, they, they, they'll jump, and therefore it'll be difficult to do that type of Kenyan, according to Tysus. Okay, okay.